Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. A group of black Chicago police officers have formed a professional organization called the Black Public Safety Alliance. The purpose is to be directly involved in solving long-standing tensions between law enforcement and communities of color. Now with us to talk about this new bold initiative are two Chicago police officers. Sergeant Jermaine Harris is founding president of the Black Public Safety Alliance, and he's here with his colleague, Lieutenant Davina Ward. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Sergeant Harris, tell us what drove you and your colleagues to form the Black Public Safety Alliance. Really what, what's happening and what you're seeing is the emerging of the external forces and calls in the fight for equity and those internal forces. Last summer and throughout history really, but, but specifically I'm speaking to a lot of the protests and the civil unrest, like those voices, that fight, you know, and getting a chance to really see that force and that energy making these calls, it, it really provided us the courage. So I just want to thank everyone who stood up, who came out, who lended their voices um, in this fight because we draw our strength and our courage from that. And so that's really what gets the motivation to, to be able to come forth and do these things. But I tell you, these systems of inequity, they touch so much of what America is. Mm-hmm. And so within the police department itself, right, within police forces, you know, th- these issues occur as well, our officers face them. And as we look to find a way to fight that battle, it's important that we join together, right? So- we model in the, the, the same, these same civil rights fights, we wanna model that as well within the department. So what does that look like, Sergeant Harris, when you're trying to build the support here? Do you just reach out one officer at a time? Or Absolutely. I think that's the way movements start. That's how energy begins. It starts with these conversations of saying it and two officers speaking and talking about, you know, just, you know, this isn't right. We have to do something. And those voices multiply and it grows and it starts. And you're like so much of this really is to make sure that our officers know that this exists and there's a place where they can find like-minded individuals, where they can find support. And together, we have the energy to really move forward these equity initiatives. Lieutenant Ward, you held a press conference in recent days. How did that go? And what was the reaction? Yes, the press conference was held yesterday. I think it actually went well. We were able to bring a couple of our community partners along, which was the Westside NAACP, who decided to definitely support us and stand with us in this endeavor, considering that a lot of people don't know what black law enforcement officers actually deal with on a daily basis, not just as we serve our communities, but as we attempt to become the police officers that we are meant to be and to try to rise up in the ranks of our department. So, Lieutenant, you know, something like this, it doesn't build momentum unless you have support amongst your, your ranks. You just heard me talking to the sergeant about this, but can you tell us a bit more about how your fellow black officers are feeling and, and what they're dealing with? Serving as a lieutenant in the Chicago Police Department, a lot of black officers come to me and, you know, discuss with me some of the things that they may have seen or may have heard or how they're feeling as, as far as being an African-American police officer with the department. I'm there to, you know, assist them, to be that sounding board for them Uh, because I have made it so far, this far, in the department as to some of the things that they need to do and uh, some of the things that they will continue to face 
if they decide to do as I have done, uh, rise up in the police department. Now, what we deal with uh, and what they deal with on a daily basis is not just the effects of what they see in our communities, but what they have experienced from other law enforcement officers that they work with, their colleagues, who they feel should have their back. Some of them feel like they may not have their back if they have this negative connotation towards them as being African-American police officers or towards the community. So, you know, I, I have come, become their sounding board sometimes, and sometimes I have them come in my office and talk to me, and I talk to them about how they can get through it and what they need to do. And that's the importance of this Black Public Safety uh, Alliance, for them to have a sounding board, to be able to talk about their experiences, and for us to try to help them get through it. Sergeant Harris, I'd love for you to pick up where the lieutenant left off. What are you hearing? What are, what are folks dealing with right now? You know, in any profession, it's a microcosm of society as a whole. And we can see the numbers of, of black officers representing a, real, a small minority of, within policing. It's um, somewhere around that, you know, little under 3,000 um, black police officers in, in our department. That in a space like that of being somewhere where sometimes in many units, in many watches, you're alone, right? You don't see many other officers that share experiences that you have through coming up and being from these neighborhoods. And so really the, the feedback comes is, is a lot of excitement because it's, it's a feeling of I'm not alone, right? There are others like me and we can come together. And so, so much of the energy and when we, we announced um, the formation of um, the Black PSA, We've been getting constant, you know, messages and texts and emails asking, how do I join? How do I learn more? And here's the important part about this is that it's not only black police officers that are interested in, in, in joining this. Right. Mm -hmm. It's officers who understand the importance of equity, who understand that our role as police officers is to tear down discrimination and, and tear down these walls and help build up together. And that's really what we're going to be about. And that's what this project is all about. Sergeant, you wanted to start this initiative even before uh, recent comments by Fraternal Order of Police Lodge 7 President John Catanzara. He said about the January 6th attacks that it was, quote, beyond ridiculous and ignorant, unquote, for people to call the unrest at the Capitol treasonous. I want to hear from you first, and, and then I'll, I'll go to Lieutenant Ward, about what you think about Catanzara's leadership. So really what the Black Public Safety Alliance is about is you mentioned the word leadership, and that's really what the focus is. We want our voices, we want the authentic narrative of how our communities feel, of how our, our Black officers feel. We want that as the prevalent narrative. So rather than getting um, too caught up or going into the individual person, right, or, or individual statements, this problem exists in so many places across uh, America as a whole. And to address that, is what we're attempting to do here. And it's really in focusing on that leadership, providing that voice so that that becomes what you hear. The statements you hear and the things you hear coming from policing and coming from our communities, we want our voices to be that. Lieutenant Ward, what are your thoughts about Zara's leadership? Well, I totally agree with my colleague. This is about what we need to put forth as far as our voices need to be heard. It's all about what our community needs, what we need as black law enforcement officers in our department and in other departments across the country. We want to focus on what our needs are, and that's the only thing that we're focusing on. People are going to say things. People are going to comment on things. And right now, we're just saying right now that 
what we need and what our community needs is for African-American officers and in the African-American communities to be heard. One statement from someone that represents FOP does not encompass what we feel or how our community feels. And, and, and that's pretty much our statement with, regarding that. Sergeant Harris, for, for decades, many Chicagoans have been familiar with CAPS. It stands for Chicago Alternative Policing Strategy. Did you draw from that when you were putting together this initiative? My roles um, within the department is, is I serve as a community policing sergeant. And one of the, I think that's been the greatest experience of my career of having that opportunity to work closely with communities. So the spirit of what, of what community policing is and the spirit of CAPS, that absolutely drives a lot of the decisions and how we operate because it's an opportunity to do these exact things that we're trying to push. It's that opportunity to co-create with our community because remember, our African-American officers, we are members of these neighborhoods. We grow up in them. So when we, when we speak or talk about the residents of, in these neighborhoods and their interactions, we're talking specifically about our friends, our family, our neighbors, right? And so in understanding that to benefit the West and South Side communities is to directly benefit us. And so that, that spirit of what community policing is, mm-hmm. it, it speaks really to the core and to the heart of what uh, Black PSA is all about. Lieutenant Ward, I want to go back to you. I would love for you to share your experiences as a woman on the Chicago Police Force, especially a black woman. Well, my experience, uh, of course, differs from everyone else's. But one thing I will, you know, uh, like to reiterate is about the fact that me being an African-American female and being from the low end, so to speak, of Chicago. I was born and raised in Chicago, and my family grew up on welfare and grew up in the project. So I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, as so many people think when we become uh, law enforcement officers as mm-hmm. African-Americans, that we must have had it good. We did not. And as an African-American lieutenant in the police department, you, we're still fighting. We're still fighting to get those positions that so many of us uh, deserve. We're still fighting for not just myself, but those coming behind me to pull those up behind me for when I retire, then you want to still see faces that look like me in not just my rank, but upper rank uh, when I leave the department. So it's been a struggle, but I'm going to tell you that I take God with me everywhere I go, and he continues to be with me. He's gotten me to this place, and so many of my mentors that were not only African-American males and females in the department that have risen to the ranks, but also some Hispanic Americans that have also reached out and helped me with this department. So it's not just a situation that's happening with African-American law enforcement officers. It's with some officers, period, of other races that are also experiencing some of the problems that we have faced. Lieutenant, I was going to ask you how you stay motivated, because I know it's got to be hard, right? And so it sounds like your your faith is really playing a, a strong part here. Yes. Uh, coming on this job, I knew that I could not do this job without God being with me, and he continues to be with me. Here I am going on 22 years of service with my department, and he has carried me every step of the way and will continue to carry me. And that's something I also bring to my officers that, you know, we have to walk out this door every day and not say nothing's going to happen to me, but that anything could happen and that the Lord will prepare us for whatever may happen. Sergeant Harris, you guys getting any pushback from your fellow officers about this project? Overwhelmingly, it's been in support. Um, One of the reasons being is that the officers who are coming forward, they have been doing this work for so long. 
Um, they have been, been been supporting their communities in so many different ways. So the reputation is there and, and the heart and the spirit of what we're trying to do. But one thing I really want to point out is that to create an organization entitled it Black Public Safety Alliance is important to understand that some that there has been maybe a couple things about um, why create something specifically for Blacks or why create division within the department. But it's important you understand American history. The Black community and the fight for equality is synonymous with inclusivity. We just ended Black History Month, right? And we learned so much about, about great Black Americans and great Black leaders. The fight for civil rights benefits everyone. Everyone benefits from this work of creating an equitable system. And so within this process, we want to take that role as Black officers who understand our communities to be leaders and to provide that voice so that everyone in all places and in all walks of life within this city can experience what an equitable system produces. And I think that that's not divisive. That is, that is really the definition of when we talk about coming together and, and ending divides. I think using the examples of our history and the, uh, and the, and the great leaders that have become before us, I think that's really something we can draw strength from. Well, Lieutenant Ward, you know, thinking further about what uh, Officer Harris just said, Sometimes when people of color step out like this and they receive pushback, you know, from within their own group who feel, you know, you're making trouble, you're bringing, you know, unnecessary scrutiny. Is that something that you've you've seen? I can tell you that in the past that has happened. But I think that now that we're in the year of 2021, that is all changing. I think people are saying, if not now, then when? And that's what we're going on. So now is that when is the now? We're doing it now, and I think that a lot of officers are now seeing that, you know, we can stand up, we can say something, and we can come together, band together, and assist each other and help each other if we receive any type of backlash from, you know, creating the BPSA. The thing about it is we have to do something about it now, and that's what we're doing. So uh, I think a lot of officers now are standing up. They now feel like they have a voice, and this is a platform for it. Sergeant Harris, what, what kind of support do you want from, from CPD and City Hall? In, in all honesty, we want to provide that support and that things that's missing, right? We, we're taking a leadership role. So with, without the need of being at, uh, Navina just spoke up, right? If not now, then when? But to go beyond that, if not me, then who? And each of our officers are going to ask themselves that, that very thing, right? And so in stepping up and to become leaders, we're going to do the work. Regardless of assignment or regardless of, you know, where we are with, within the department, it's our role and responsibility to step up. And so we're, we, we look to be allies with anyone looking to provide, looking to, um, to pursue racial equity. We're allies with anyone trying to balance the playing field. So within the department or within the city, um, I ask that they do look, to, look at us as allies in that fight. I'd love to hear from you both on this one. Lieutenant Ward, how about you go first? Because if this works and it works the way that you hope, what is that going to look like? How might this actually change policing in Chicago? I think it's going to bring about a big change, not just within the police department, within our own department, but also within our communities. Our communities want to see officers that look like them, that patrol them, that police them. Of course, we've heard a lot of them say they don't need the police, but a lot of that has it, it arises from the fact that not enough of us are on the job. We hope that this opens up opportunities for our young black brothers and sisters to see that this is a, this is a great career. 
And this is a way for them to serve their communities, to help their communities, be it as a police officer, be it as a sergeant, lieutenant, whatever the case may be. We're hoping that this opens up a lot of opportunities for them to take the test and become all that they can be within our department and any department for that matter, not just within ours, but any department within this continent of the United States. And Sergeant Harris, what is a successful Black Public Safety Alliance going to look like? To draw on what Davina just talked about is, is modeling these behaviors so that more officers of color and more officers from Black community join into this department so that the leadership and the voices and the direction then becomes that of the people, right? And so much of what change and transformation is all about is really getting those voices into place. So the success I see is that members of our communities serve in leadership roles. Yeah. Uh, members of our community create and design the policies. And I think that is where, when we're at that point, that is the way a healthy you know, police department, a healthy community, a healthy, a healthy society survives is when the people themselves are part of that decision-making process. Chicago Police Sergeant Jermaine Harris is founding president of the Black Public Safety Alliance. He was joined by his colleague, Chicago Police Lieutenant Davina Ward. Officers, thank you for your service, and we appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. And that's today's Reset. For more conversations with the people working to make our city a better, safer place to live for everyone, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast and give us a rating and review. It really helps other people find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.